Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for another episode of the Dummies of Wrestling. Me, I am Tim, and we are here to talk about WWE's latest event, pay-per-view. Do you even call them pay-per-views anymore? I don't actually know what the correct term is for that, but whatever. We're talking about Elimination Chamber, which is less than five days away, and am I excited? You know what? Yeah, I am. I am a little bit excited for this pay-per-view, because on paper, this pay-per-view actually looks pretty damn exciting. On paper, it's not a bad lineup. I mean, you've got some WrestleMania-worthy matches on this card. For example, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. That's a uh, match that I thought would be at WrestleMania. Um, Funny enough, no. They're putting it on Elimination Chamber, which doesn't upset me at all. It's it's nothing bad. But um, then you've got Edge and Beth Phoenix versus The Judgment Day, which is another match that I thought maybe they'd wait till WrestleMania to do. Obviously, they're not because Rhea Ripley is versing... Charlotte Flair for the championship. Um, I think what's going to happen in that in that feud, because obviously it's going to keep going until Mania, I think it's going to be a one-on-one match between Edge and Finn Balor. And the rumor is that it's going to be a Hell in a Cell match, which, if that is the case, sign me up. Because, look, I'm not completely sold on this feud. It hasn't really won me over. Yet, quite honestly, I'm I'm over the judgment day and I mean how about how about I save that before we before we jump into everything like that how about I save that little talk for when we talk about that match um but overall man I, I'm pretty pumped for this pay-per-view as a whole um unfortunately I will not be able to watch it live as I have to work on a fucking Sunday yes I know I have to work on a Sunday um but I will I have the next day off, which is good news. So I can come home, get drunk while watching it, and then sleep the next day, which is awesome. Chances are I won't do that, but I mean the option is there. Um so on card, on paper, this pay-per-view looks solid. And I mean, then you've got the main event match, which is of course Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns. A story, probably quite honestly, the only real story in WWE right now that's worth a damn, in my humble opinion, realistically. Um, We'll get into that in a second. Um, But a few, let's just talk WWE for a quick second before I jump into my predictions and and all that good stuff. Um, Last pay-per-view we had, or last episode here we had, I was talking about the Royal Rumble and and my thoughts with the pay-per-view as a whole. Um, Quite honestly, for me, it was a little bit of a letdown event as a whole. I uh, had some solid moments, obviously, with Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. That was probably the highlight of the whole card, but overall, I thought the event was kind of lackluster. Yeah, that, that's just my personal opinion. Um, I know that there's a lot of people that agree with me. There's also a lot of people that don't agree with me, and that's fine. We can have different opinions. That's that's all good. Um, this here, this here is like the last stop to WrestleMania, unless they throw some Saudi show in there. Who knows? They've done it before, so who knows? Um, but this is the last stop to WrestleMania, which means they need to go out with a bang and really get us hooked into WrestleMania. Now, this is going to be Triple H's, Paul Levesque, his first year booking Mania, which could have been a big thing a few months ago. 
But now, since he's done Survivor Series, Survivor Series was decent. I, I did appreciate that. He did fix Survivor Series. But his first time doing the Rumble, as I said before, I was disappointed. So, he, I don't know, man. I, I know... I know it's going to take a long time for them to fix all of Vince McMahon's fuck-ups, but I got to tell you, man, I watched Raw this week, and I was thinking about this today, and I think I'm correct in saying this, but this is the first time I've watched Raw, and when I say watch Raw, I mean the majority of Raw. I didn't watch all of it because I had to pick up my children. But I watched the majority of Raw and not just clips on YouTube. This is the first time I've actually done that. From when I can remember, my last time doing it was 2014. It's been that long since I've watched Raw. Um, Mainly because the only way to watch Raw here in Australia is to sign up for cable, which was super expensive. And that's all I really wanted on cable and I wasn't going to do that when I can just watch the pay-per-views and read about it so that's what I've been doing for the past what is it eight years eight or whatever how many years it was um now Australians have access to Raw and Smackdown live and I, I I put it over I switched it on I had the day off I switched it on and I and I watched the majority of it and I still keep up to date with the product. I I, I listen to um, podcasts, recap podcasts. Shout out to What's Wrong with Wrestling podcast. They're my favorite. They recap the whole SmackDown and whole Raw and do it in such a fantastic way that is absolutely hilarious. And they talk about what's shit about the product. To be honest, uh, go check out What's Wrong with Wrestling. Big shout outs to those guys. But that's how I've been keeping up to date with the product while reading results and listening to podcasts about the product. I haven't actually watched it myself besides various clips on YouTube. So this is my first time actually watching a Raw and SmackDown. Yes, I did watch the pay-per-views as, as you know, but the Raw, the, the shows, no. And I realized something when I was watching the show, the Raw and uh, the Raw show this week. And it was in the segment of Ms. TV when, well, it wasn't that, I'll get to that in a second. It was the Ms. TV segment where he, Ms. did a uh, talk show, because that's what we want in wrestling, talk shows, um, with Seth Rollins. And there was a bit leading up to that where I was like, uh, this is, this is dumb. This was this is dumb. This is childish. You know the part. I don't know if you watch Raw, you you know what I mean. But the part where Otis is eating a hot dog and then gets confronted by the maximum male models. That that shit there. I was like, this is stupid. Otis is a fucking embarrassment. Get him off my TV. But it was the Seth Rollins and Miz part that really just made me realize something, and that something is that I have outgrown WWE. And the reason being is because WWE now has become so huge and so large that they don't cater to me anymore. They cater to the younger audience. And I think that for going on uh, in the future, that's what they'll continue to do. And, And I get it. It's a smart business decision. I mean, that's where the money is, right? Children and, um, and their parents, their paying parents. For me, 
being a fan of the um early, the the nineties wrestling WCW Nitro and um and and Raw is War and all that stuff when it was Raw you know when it was not so <sighs> sparkly. You know, that, that's the one word I can describe WWE's product right now. is so sparkly and so bright and so mainstream. Back in the 90s when you had Stone Cold and, and in WCW you had like Goldberg and, and the NWO and you had DX and all that stuff. You look at those shows back then and the whole arena was darkly dimmed and it just felt very underground. And if you liked wrestling, if you were a wrestling fan, you were kind of, oh, that's that's shunned underground it's the same with horror movies you know no like horror movies aren't a mainstream thing and that's kind of the way i like it man and now watching wwe's product it's so sparkly and so bright and there's lights everywhere and it's it's this whole production and it's just kind of disgusting to me i just don't like it but then you had what really got under my skin was and and I apologize if anyone did enjoy this segment, but for me it was just I don't know, man. I just don't care for it anymore. But um when Seth Rollins came out, what he wears and what Miz was wearing, that for, number one, right? Number one, what what their attires are. No one looks cool anymore. You know? No one comes out with fucking leather jackets. No one looks like they want to fucking kick your ass. Everyone dresses like a fucking superhero nowadays. And it's stupid. It's dumb. You can't buy these as actual ass kickers. They just look like Marvel superstars. And that's my first big no to it. But then you got Seth Rollins coming out with these ugly fucking dumbass boots. Which, you know what, fine. We, we just spoke about the attire. We spoke about the costumes, whatever. But then you got The Miz just going over the top with his acting going, What are those? And it's like, holy Jesus, fuck. This is horrible acting. No one speaks like this. And then you got Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Let's just talk about him for a second because the man is fucking talented in the ring. He's, he's phenomenal. We all know he's really, really good in the ring, but his character is fucking sufferable. Holy shit. I cannot stand when Seth Rollins with his little fucking baby teeth goes, <laughs> and all that shit. It just, it turns my blood cold. Honestly, it does. I cannot stand it. It's disgusting to me. Shut the fuck up. The way he acts when he was talking about Logan Paul and he was just being this cocky self, I get it, that's his character, but it's so annoying. And he's in this character now where we don't know if he's a babyface or we don't know if he's a heel. We don't know where he's fitting right now. Stop, man. Go back to being the Beast Slayer or something like that. Just stop doing the fucking stupid laugh. Stop being this weird cunt that just rubs his hands all over his body. And I just, I really am off Seth Rollins. At the moment. And, and that saddens me because he can look like a million bucks. He can go in the ring. But the way WWE have treated him and used him as this just whiny little bitch is fucking annoying. This is just my opinion. And if, if this upsets anyone out there, I apologize. This is my opinion. I just don't care for it. But it was that segment on Raw that made me realize that I've I've outgrown WWE and thank fuck for AEW 
Really, thank thank Christ for AEW because they've brought wrestling back to the to the old school fans. You know, the fans that grew up in the Attitude Era, where it was darkly dimmed and didn't look like this big mainstream thing. AEW has actually got that for it, and I appreciate AEW for that. So, look, man, I don't think here on in I'll be watching any more Raw or SmackDown, but I will continue to watch the pay-per-views and follow along with the story because, eh, I do enjoy that. So, with that being said, I think I rambled on enough. Let's get on to Elimination Chamber. À Montréal, des superstars, l'excitation, l'action, la force, Le courage, la chambre, in any language, it's brutal. All right, here are the predictions and my uh, my thoughts on each of these matches. I'm going to go through it. Uh, if you ha- if you are listening to this right now and you want to play along, if this is your first time listening to a Dummies of Wrestling show, we do a thing where we give our predictions, everyone gives us their predictions, and I tally it up, and the winner gets nothing, really, <laughs> to be honest, but they do get the, uh, the joy of calling themselves the Dummies World Champion, which is right now uh, awarded to Zach Davis. He is the current champion right now. Will he be walking into WrestleMania as champion? Actually, no, the next one is a something with AEW. I can't remember what it is, but we will uh, we will decide after this pay-per-view who is the champion. And um, I'm gonna give you my thoughts and my predictions right now on the uh, on the pay-per-view as a whole. If you are if you have not done your predictions yet, go over to the Dummies of Wrestling Facebook page. There I have posted the uh, the match card, the scorecard. Fill it out, send me a, a DM, and I will tally it up, and you'll be locked in and ready to go. So do it if you want. If, uh, if you don't want to do it, then you don't have to. There's no one forcing you to, okay? So I'm going to go down the match card... Um, I'm not going to do it the way Wikipedia does it because it's kind of all over the place, but I will just start with one of the Elimination Chambers. And we're going to start with the Women's Elimination Chamber. We have Oscar versus Liv Morgan versus Nikki Cross versus Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia versus Carmella. And this is for a WWE Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania 39. So on Raw... They had a triple threat between Bianca, Bailey, and Becky Lynch. And if Bailey or Becky Lynch win, they get to be in the Elimination Chamber. If Bianca wins, then neither of them do. I um, was curious as to how that was going to play out because I thought, hmm, they're making this match. Obviously, something's going to happen. Uh, nothing happened. Bianca won, and that match was kind of for nothing. So it's kind of interesting to see where Becky and Bailey both wind up on WrestleMania. But uh, let's talk about the Elimination Chamber match. This uh, this one's going to be interesting because I've got my pick on who I think will win. But realistically, I I think there's three people that could take this out. And I think it's between Ra- Raquel Rodriguez, Oscar, and Liv Morgan. 
I think those three there will be the remain, main, main, maybe not the remaining people, but I think they'll be the ones in contention. I do not see Natalia winning this. God, could you imagine Bianca Belair versus Natalia at WrestleMania? That's kind of boring, you know? I don't see Carmella winning this. Another match that I don't really care for. Like, that's just a normal pay-per-view match, not a WrestleMania-type feud. Um, Nikki Cross could be the, the wild card here. She could take it out, and they could do something with Nikki Cross. You know, they had her teasing her to be in damage control and that kind of fizzled out to nothing. So I don't know what's going on there, but she's another girl that's kind of just lost at the moment. Doesn't know where she is. Doesn't know who she is. Um, well, I mean, she does, but the the company doesn't know really what to do with her. Um, so let's get into predictions. So women's championship, uh, women's chamber match, sorry, which two start the match? I um this really one is kind of up for grabs for everyone, but I'm going with Liv Morgan and Nikki uh, uh Nikki Cross to start the match. Who gets eliminated first? <laughs> I uh I picked Carmella. I think she gets eliminated first. We'll see. Final two. I went with I went with Oscar, and I did write Liv here, but. I'm actually going to go Oscar and Raquel as the final two in this. I think both of these could go. And now it's got me second guessing my winner. I'm going to I'm going to stick with who I thought to be the winner, but you know what? Raquel Rodriguez could actually go over here. I could see her actually going over. I'm going to give I'm going to give it to Oscar. I think that she will be the winner for the elimination chamber and go on to face um Bianca Belair at WrestleMania 39, hopefully dethroning her because I'm over and done with Bianca Belair. But you know what? Probably not. (laughs) So my winner for the Elimination Chamber is Oscar. Next match we've got is Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. This one is hard to pick for me. It, It is. Um... I, I, I've been going back and forth as to who I think was going to win. And originally I had Bobby Lashley. I, I came to the conclusion up to about two seconds ago where I had written down Bobby Lashley. And I thought to myself, you know what, Tim? Because I had this whole thing about they're, they're teasing the um, the Hurt Business coming back together. I thought maybe maybe the Hurt Business is going to get into, into interfere in this match and where... We're gonna see the the Bobby Lashley go over and the Hurt Business come back. But then I started thinking, Tim, you always do this. You always think too much into the match and what they're gonna do and build story. And WWE never do that. They go with the obvious pick. So now I'm torn. Do I stick with my with my um original pick with Bobby Lashley, or do I go Brock Lesnar? I'm gonna. I'm going to stick with my original pick and I'm going to pick Bobby Wa- Bobby Lashley, Bobby Washley to win this match even though I feel like it's going to bite me in the fucking ass and Brock's going to come out and win. I I feel like there's a few things that could happen in this match. Hurt business could somewhat get involved and and, and get back with Lashley. The other hand, Gunther. That's the rumored WrestleMania match, Gunther versus Brock. That could somehow get involved and cost Brock the match. 
I'm going to go with Bobby. Bobby Lashley to win here. Interference, I'm going to say yes, there is interference in this match. And when I say interference, it needs to be someone out in the actual arena, not on the Titantron. So yes, I do think there's interference. How many tables break? I say one. I say one announced table gets smashed. So there we go for Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. I'm keen for this match. I think it's going to be the same old, same old where they go out of the ring, uh, one of them spears the other through the barricade, which is kind of just a Brock Lesnar move at the moment. It seems to happen in every single match of his. But I like these hard-hitting Lesnar matches where you have two massive bulls just absolutely going for it. So I'm in, man. I like these matches. I know it won't be a blockbuster match where we speak about in 20 years' time, but I will enjoy it for the moment. Next match, we have the mixed tag match between Edge and Beth Phoenix, husband and wife, versing the Judgment Day, which I believe is Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley, uh, with Damian Priest and Dominic Mysterio standing by. This is another hard one. This is another hard one, but I think I've got the, the pick here. I, I, I'm picking Judgment Day to go to go over. I'm picking them to win. And the reason being is because I feel that this ending of this match here, this match here, not the feud, needs to have something shocking happening. Much like we did um, whenever that pay-per-view was when Rhea Ripley smashed Beth with the chair over the head to the concerto. I feel like this has to have the same type of thing where Edge snaps and challenges Finn Balor to a Hell in a Cell match. I feel like that has to happen in this match. If they want to do the Hell in a Cell match, that is. We don't know if it's if it's confirmed or not. But I'm picking Judgment Day to win in this. And if this does go to Mania, let it be in a Hell in a Cell. Because Hell in a Cell is usually the rivalry over match. That's the, the last match... And when it's done, it's done. Because quite frankly, I'm over this this feud. I'm over the Judgment Day. They're really not doing anything. At this point, they're more of a laughing stock than anything. And, and I know some people enjoy them. But if you look at Dominic Mysterio, who is god-awful. He's god-awful. The way he says, Mommy, Mommy, come and help me. I shut up. Shut the fuck up. All that shit. And I was in jail. That It's, it's once again, cringeworthy. You know? Um, Finn Balor is once up, he's up there with Seth Rollins as one of the better wrestlers on the roster, yet you have him doing nothing. He does not feel like the leader of this group. Honestly, he feels like one of the tag team members of this group. It's, it's honestly like Rhea and Dominic are the leaders and Finn and Damien are the tag team of the group. That's what it feels like. Um, so quite frankly, I'll be happy when this rivalry is over. But who pins who? I've got Rhea over Beth Phoenix. I think that Rhea goes in to WrestleMania looking good. So that's that's my prediction on that. So on to the next match. We have got two matches left, man. This I, I am enjoying the um, the match cards as of late with the uh, with the short matches. You know, there's no it's not AEW where they cram 18 matches into a card and make you wait fucking five, six hours, or seven hours to watch a whole card. No, these are sweet in and outs. 
So the next match we've got is the men's elimination chamber match. We have uh, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, Montez Ford, Damian Priest, um, and my phone just decided to stop working. Uh, Johnny Gargano and Bronson Reed. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. This is a elimination match for the WWE United States Championship. And I'm not mad at that because they're trying to build the US title up as one of the main titles in the show, which it should have been. I mean, I've been watching the US title since I was watching WCW in the 90s. And that was always a, a major title. You know, I, of course, they had the TV title under that, which felt just that felt kind of like a joke title, but the US title was always regarded as like the the second best in the company. So I am happy that they're putting some shine on both the Intercontinental Championship and the United States Championship. This is a, another hard-picking match because I, um, I can see Austin Theory losing the championship and going into Mania for a big money feud. Maybe John Cena or something like that. At the same time, I can also see Austin Theory retaining the championship and going into Mania having a big money match with the championship. So this for me is a kind of a um a really hard one to pick. But I've made my pick and I'm going to stick with it. So who starts the match? I think to start the match, you need to go with two athletic guys that can go the distance. So I picked Montez Ford and Johnny Gargano to start this match. Who gets eliminated first? I I picked Damian Priest to get eliminated first. He's been US champ. I don't think he needs it again. So yeah, take it off him. Uh, final two. I went with Theory, of course, and uh, Seth Rollins. I went with them two. Um, winner. I don't see Rollins winning this. I don't. Obviously, they're they're leading to Seth Rollins versus um, uh, who's that fucking douchebag? Logan Paul at Mania. They're leading to them too. It's so it's the most obvious thing that they're doing, but whatever. So I don't see that being for the U.S. Championship. Although now I think now I think about it, is that where Logan Paul gets his first championship? The United States Championship. I mean, he's not around enough, though. That's the thing. What, are you going to have Roman Reigns? Well, Roman won't be champ after Mania, but you know what I mean. I'm sticking with my pick. I went Theory. I went Theory to retain the championship. I see him going into Mania winning. The only way I see him losing this championship is if John Cena, yes, John Cena says he can work WrestleMania, which I don't think as of this moment he has confirmed or denied that. So... Who knows? But I'm picking Theory to retain the championship. We will see. We will see. It will be an interesting match regardless. I'm interested to see what Bronson Reed does in this match because, I mean, fellow Australian. So you got you to gotta side with them. <laughs> All right. On to the last match. We've got the probably the match that I'm most interested in. The title match. Roman Reigns versus Seth. Ah, oh, fuck. Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. See, fucking that dirty little <laughs> Seth freaking Mount is on my mind. Jesus Christ. Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn for the undisputed 
world championship, world universal championship, whatever. This is going to be really interesting. Really interesting because this is where we see what they do because there's hints of them leading into their WrestleMania match as a triple threat. And if I was fantasy booking for my own personal uh, joy, I would have Sami Zayn fit into a triple threat match at WrestleMania because I would rather see Sami Zayn become champion than Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I said it. Uh, Yeah, I I don't care for Cody Rhodes. You you guys know I don't. You guys know I don't care for Cody Rhodes, so I'm going to stick with that, whatever. Um, But... This is going to be really interesting. This is a story that's been built absolutely perfect. Uh, It's really the only story that has me interested. The only other one that had me interested was the Bray Wyatt story, but that has seemed to fucking fail again. They've... Jesus Christ. I don't understand how you cannot book a guy like Bray Wyatt. He's phenomenal. Rant over. I won't speak about Bray Wyatt anymore, but they've just done him dirty again. They seem to have just lost his... Whatever. Um, Roman Reigns. This can go in so many different ways. You know, I don't see Sammy walking out with the championship at Elimination Chamber. I don't. I could see him winning by disqualification. I could see there being some fuckery around with the title, which leads Sami Zayn into a triple threat match. I could see Roman absolutely squashing Sammy. I could see Sammy almost getting... The point where people are like like losing breath because they actually think Sammy's going to win and then Roman coming back and winning. But I don't see Sammy winning this clean, taking the belts off Roman. I don't think any of us do. I don't think any of us do. Um, but there's there's story behind that. Kevin Owens, does he return? Does he do something involved in this match? Um, the Usos. Does Jey Uso come out and screw Sammy? You know, all these different things. Is this the match that leads up to the rumored tag match between the Usos and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? And that's kind of what I'm thinking is going to happen. If I am going to put money onto it, I think that... I think that Jay and Solo come out to interfere in this match... And then, oh sorry, Jimmy and and Solo come out to interfere in this match. And then last minute, Jay comes out, and we all think he's gonna there, he's gonna be there to help Sammy. But no, he turns on Sammy, super kicking him, giving Roman the win, and that leads up to the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I think that's the way they're gonna go it. I don't want it. I want to see, I want to see Sammy be the one to dethrone Roman. That's what I want to see. I think we all do. I just don't see that they're going to do it. I feel like they're just going to put the title on Cody because that's what's been planned for months. That's such a boring end to WrestleMania for me. Cody being champ, whatever. I don't care. You know, give me something. Give me a twist. I want an M. Night Shalaman twist in this WrestleMania season. I don't think I'm going to get it. But winner for me, I'm picking Roman. I think we're all going to pick Roman. If anyone out there picks Sammy and Sammy wins clean, I, I'm i so tempted to say you automatically win because I just don't see it happening. But yeah, I'd be keen to see if anyone out there picks Sammy to retain, but no. Uh, how many interfere? I said three. 
I picked three. I'm going with what my original pick was with the solo, uh, Jimmy, and then Jay to finally even the odds and uh, give Sammy his loss. Does KO show up? No, I don't think he shows up. I think we wait until closer to WrestleMania season where Sammy is feuding with the Usos and they're like, you don't even have a partner. And then Kevin Owens shows up out of the blue. I'm his partner. That type of shit. That's what I think is going to happen. What's the closing moment of the show? Which is not on the scorecard, so don't stress. Um, Roman and the bloodline over Sami Zayn. That's how I see this, this show being closed. So there we have it. That is my predictions of WWE Elimination Chamber, which is uh, for us here in Australia on Sunday at 12 o'clock, I think, something like that. On um, for, for people in America... Um, Saturday night. So, and I'm digging these Saturday night pay-per-views because that means I don't have to take a, a day off work to watch them. Um, even though I'm working this weekend, but whatever. Um, but I'm digging them. Keep it on Saturday night. I, I never understood why it was always on a Sunday night. You know, have a big event happening on a Sunday night when everyone has to go to work the next day. It's dumb to me. But whatever. Guys, don't forget to get your prediction sheets into me before the event. Once the event starts, your predictions are not included. So 12 o'clock Sunday, whatever time it is in America that it starts, if one second goes by, and that does include the pre-show, I'm including the pre-show in this. If you don't get me your predictions before that, you are not going to be included. So get me your predictions in now. And uh, let's have a let's hope it's a good pay per view that leads into a great WrestleMania. That's all we can hope for. That is it for me, guys. I will catch you next week with my review on Elimination Chamber. Until then, you stay super sweet.